This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of MrsChristyJones.com, episode number 81. In today's episode, we are talking about a relationship reset during the pandemic. So many of us, because we have been forced to stay in our homes, we are spending more time with our loved ones than previously experienced. Some of us are really excited about it and are happy and looking forward to these next few weeks or even few months. And some of us are struggling. OMG. So listen to this podcast to find out how you too can reset your relationships during the pandemic. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. Welcome to the Wife Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Little-Jones. I'm a relationship coach, a marriage and family champion, and the chief cheerleader for women all over the world. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, you are in the right place. If you are new to our podcast, woohoo! Welcome to the family. I am thrilled that you are here. And if you are already a part of my tribe and you don't already know, I love and appreciate you. What in the world is going on? I know many of you are thinking the very same thing how your world has been completely turned upside down from you being sent home from work to work from home, from you, many of you may be losing your jobs. Many of you have had your children sent home at a moment's notice for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, or even more. We are practicing social distancing. What is that? That's where we can't touch, can't hold, shake hands, hug, spend six, we have to be six feet away from each other. It's out of control. There's no toilet paper. The water is scarce and you definitely can't find any Lysol wipes or hand sanitizer. Forget it. It is an overwhelming sense of of uncertainty for many of us. Many of us are experiencing fear and And in my case, I know last week I experienced a major sense of having no control. And for many of my ladies, many of my wives, we like to be in control. So when there is a situation where we can't control it, it is very uncomfortable. It is very unnerving to say the least. And so I am so glad that you have joined me for today's episode. We are talking about relationship reset. We have been immediately, quickly forced into a situation where we are spending more time with the people in our house, whether it's you by yourself whether it is you and your significant other or spouse, whether it's you, your spouse, your kids and your dog and your mother-in-law and your babysitter, right? There's so many scenarios that 
have been thrust into our lives that have completely changed our whole routine. And it was not with a whole bunch of notice. So many of us are really trying to figure this out on the fly. We're really trying to homeschool our children and have no idea what that means. We are trying to to be creative and give them things to do because our children are like, ah, get me out of here, right? And so I want to just talk to you a little bit about the how important this time is and how valuable this time is, even to my listeners who are struggling right now because they are spending way too much time with the people in their home because they're used to only seeing them maybe a couple hours a day and now it's 24 hours a day. Well, outside of sleeping, of course, right? But they're like, O-M-G. Now we have two sides of the coin. We have some people who are like, oh my gosh, I love this. I love being home with my husband or my wife. I love being home with my children. This is awesome. This is a dream come true, right? And then we have some people on the other side of the coin who are like, oh, I realize I don't know if I really like you that much anymore. I'm spending, I'm seeing so many things about you that I don't like that I didn't realize I didn't like. And you are like, "Mm, I don't want to be around them for two weeks or two months or however long this thing goes on for 24 hours a day. Help, right? And so I really want to just plug in, speak to your souls, your spirits right now, and really encourage you in, in and during this time. And first, let me just admit, you know, we're all about real conversations. Let me admit that I'm just coming out of the fog. You know, I am a highly relationship, a highly relational person. I absolutely love spending time with my family. They're my number one priority. And so, but I have to tell you that this whole thing of being thrust into this new way of life has has totally taken me by surprise. And I am just coming out of the fog of it because I think I was in denial for a week and a half that, oh, you know, this is only going to be a week. This is only going to last a couple of weeks. But with everything going on and what's happening to our economy and the constant bombarding of news and this person has died and these these are many cases have happened since yesterday and then there's no toilet paper anywhere the lines are wrapped around the buildings and it's just been way too much way too much and i have i'm very very disciplined with what how much news I take in. I know that I do more reading of the news versus listening because when you read the, when you're reading the news, you are able to really take in the facts, right? But when you are listening and watching on TV, it's very emotional. It's easy to get caught up in the momentum of the fear or the momentum of the panic that is taking place in our country, in our family, even, even some of our communities and societies. So I, I just want to encourage you that it's going to be okay. 
it is going to be okay. There's a lot of anxious energy swirling around you. And it could be in your home, it could be in your community, your neighborhood, but just even the world, there's a lot of of anxiousness swirling around. And so it's so important for you to become centered in this process, for you to become still in this process so you can truly hear in your spirit what is truth, what is true, and not allow the emotionalism of what's going on to sweep you away into numbness or sweep you away into panic or fear or sweep you away into a place that you know is not healthy for you and your family. So in today's episode, I am going to share with you some some tips, ideas, suggestions, strategies, and techniques that will help you to really have a relationship reset during this global pandemic and the time of being sheltered in place. And so first, let's start with a relationship reset begins with you. Your relationships can change, your relationships can be renewed, restored, and rebuilt, but it starts with you. And so the first tip uh, for this episode is spend time with your real thoughts and feelings about what is going on. How do you really, really feel? Sit with that, be in the discomfort of that, honor your feelings, honor them, they because they matter. What is it feeling like? Are you? Are you? Is it worry that you're struggling with? Is it that you don't care what's really going on? You think people are overreacting? Do you think that? Oh, no, what is the world going to look like in six months? Be spend some time by yourself with your real thoughts and feelings. This is so important because it's important to really understand what's going on with you so that when you are interacting with other people in your life, you have an understanding and a self-awareness about what's going on. I'm going to give you an example. So last week, I felt like I was in a fog with all that was going on. I felt like I was in the twilight zone, like I was not really comprehending what was going on. And so when I sat with my thoughts and I sat with my feelings, I realized, hmm, it's a it's a lack of control that I'm feeling that is making me uncomfortable. It is not knowing what the future is going to look like and how long this thing's going to happen. Like if there was more of a definite, okay, we're, we're going to be done by April 1st, I would be like, okay, I can handle it. But then they extended it and they extended it and extended it. And now my kids are home till the end of April. And you're like, wait a minute, what's going on? And then they're talking about, oh, am I going through the summer till August? And you're just like, what? So it just was more information on top of more information. So I felt, I felt very discomfort, very uncomfortable. I was experiencing a lot of discomfort, a lot, a lack of control. Um, I don't want to say spiraling, but I just wanted to tune everything out but there was a concern of, uh-oh, what's, what's happening here? What's happening here? Like, I felt like I couldn't catch up. And so I had to sit with that. I had to sit with the feeling of that. And then there was a period of time, there was a day last week where 
my whole, everybody was getting on my nerves. All of them, all of them. <laughs> we're a family of five and they were all getting on my nerves, but they weren't really getting on my nerves. They were on my nerves because of where I was personally, where I, what I was feeling. That's why it's important for you to sit with where you are, sit with your feelings. What is going on with you? Have a level of self-awareness to know, like if you're irritable, irritated, concerned, worried, fearful, panicking, whatever it is, that is going to project itself onto your loved ones. And we really can't afford to have a negative projection on the people that we love being in close quarters as like we are right now being sheltered in place, right? So spend time, get up early in the morning, spend some time journaling, figure out what it is that you need to do to sit still where you're not being distracted by Netflix or distracted by the video games or distracted by mommy, 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 or wifey, 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 right? So you're spending time by yourself so you can really listen to your heart, your spirit as to, okay, this is what's really going on. So then now you can really address what's going on. Now you can be in a place of wholeness so that now when you're interacting with the other relationships in your life, you're coming from a good place. You're not coming from a place of fear or worry or doubt or or discomfort or disappointment or anger or whatever it is that you're experiencing because you've done the work first with you. So that is number one. And so number two, I want you to spend time reflecting on the aspects of your life that you want to change. This is a gift. As much as it has totally disrupted our lives, it really is a gift because it is forcing us to not only get still, but get clear. We have no other choice but to get clear right now. We have so much time on our hands that is that's not being interrupted by the hustle and bustle of life. It is forcing us to be still, which makes people, a lot of people very uncomfortable, but spend time reflecting on the aspects of your life that you want to change. What about you do you want to change? Look at your blind spots. Oftentimes we can't even see our blind spots, but if you know what your blind spots are, identify them. And if you don't know what they are, FaceTime, call somebody closest to you, asking them, can you help me identify my blind spots? Now, if you do this, you have to be in a place of emotional maturity to handle the answer, okay? I don't want everybody to be thinking that, okay, they can go ask somebody to tell them what their blind spots are, and then now they're getting defensive because they really weren't ready to hear it. So spend time reflecting on the aspects of your life that you want to change. What about the relationships most important to you, do you want to be different? What about the relationships in your most important relationships in your life? Do you want them? How do you want them to be different? Why do you want them to be different? What can happen in your in your relationship that would make them different? I want you to think on these things. What can you do to make that happen? To make that difference happen? What can you do? Can you have a very real, honest and open conversation with your spouse? Because right now, they're not being distracted by sports because they've all been the seasons have been canceled, right? So now is a perfect opportunity to be able to have very deep, meaningful relationships with the people closest to you. Is it your mom? 
calm that you feel like "Mm, we just there's something missing and I really want to work it out. I really wanted to get it better. Is there something with your college student that you just feel distant from them and now they're home and you're excited about it, but you just don't know how to start the conversation. What I want to do is encourage you to just be real. Just be honest. If you are if you are in a marriage and you f- have felt very disconnected, you felt distant emotionally, but now you guys are together, but you're still uncomfortable and you feel like you're on eggshells or you feel like you're trying to jump in and have a conversation, but it's awkward, be real. Ha- when you're by yourselves, have a conversation and say, babe, you know, I really don't know what to say. But I, what I really want is I want us to use this time of us being together to really gain a deeper, more meaningful relationship. And I don't know how to do that, but I think it starts with a conversation. Are you open and willing to having that conversation? 99.9% of the time, they're going to say yes, and they're going to be excited that you initiated it, right? And so just be real. Don't try to be perfect. Don't try to be, you know, don't try to be, what's the word? Um, (laughs) witty, right? Just be real. When you are really, when you're transparent and you are vulnerable in the, and, and just have an open heart motive towards wanting to get whatever relationship you desire to be better, people receive that when the heart motive is pure, right? It's only when there's manipulation in there or control that they're kind of like, and people may not respond the way you want them to. But when it comes from a pure place, they most likely will respond in a way that's saying, oh, that would be great. Well, let's just start the conversation. Or you can say, you if, if you need like a question to start the conversation, you can ask them, what can I do to be a better wife for you? But be ready for what they're going to say. What going to your children, what can I do to be a better mom for you? To your mom, what can I do to be a better daughter for you? And then just create a space where people can respond authentically, because you don't want them to tell you what you want to hear. You want them to tell you the truth, right? So this time of relationship reset is all about creating a safe place, creating a safe place for the people most important to you to show up real without being criticized, without you being defensive, without you being judgmental, without you pulling your love away. This is what relationship reset is all about. Number three, be intentional with communicating during this time, which means becoming a better listener. It means asking clarifying questions that you may not know or you may not understand and don't make assumptions. So when you are intentional with communicating during this time, it is going to make this time so much more special, so much more priceless because now you're communicating with intention because if you're in a funky place, but you're just allowing your funk to kind of spread all over everybody in the house because there's no self-awareness, it's going to create friction, right? But if you 
are intentional with communicating and you're in a funky place and you're like, hey guys, you know, please just excuse me. I'm gonna go to my room. I'm gonna take a walk outside for the next 30 minutes. I just need to clear my head so you can get your attitude right, right? And then now you can communicate with your family in a way or your loved ones or, you know, whoever's in your household that you're sheltered in with. Now you can communicate in a way that is going to be healthy and productive, not causing friction and distance and agony during this time that you are together. And then asking clarifying questions. This is just an important skill to learn in communication period. If you are communicating to someone, becoming a good listener means that you're not interrupting. Becoming a good listener means that you're not just hearing what they're saying, because in your mind, you're formulating a response of what they're saying. And so you're really not listening to them. You're just wanting to be heard and get in, get what you have to say out. So you're not even listening to them. You're hearing them, right? You're present and they're talking, but you're not paying attention. You're not present because in your mind, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to say this. Um, This is going to be my rebuttal. Mm, 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 mm. We do not have time or room for that right now, because if it's going to cause more fighting, it's going to cause more friction. If you don't become a better listener and, or at least trying to become a better listener. And so also asking clarifying questions. So if you don't understand something that the person that you're talking to is saying, ask, you know, I don't know what that means. Can you explain that? I don't understand. Can you explain that? And keep asking questions until you truly understand what they're trying to say. And so in in practicing being a better listener means practicing being present. And it's difficult for a lot of people who have the need to be right. So if you are one of those who needs to be right, who wants to prove they're right, who goes above and beyond to prove that they're right, listening may be a challenge for you being present and listening may be a challenge for you. So this is an opportunity for you to really grow in that area. So be present. And so if you're having a deeper conversation and it's a time where you've set aside to have this deeper conversation, I wanna suggest that you get a piece of paper and a pen and then you guys have the conversation about having this pen and paper so that you can jot down notes of what the other person is saying so that you don't forget so that you can stay present and you're now not formulating in your mind the next thing that you want to say, okay? And don't make assumptions. When we make assumptions, it causes unnecessary friction or it causes unnecessary distance and fighting in relationships. So don't assume, ask the question, Say, hey, did you mean to do this or did you, what did you, I didn't understand when you said this, what is it that you meant? Because I'm not sure. Now you might be offended, right? Because they said something. And so by you having self-awareness, now you can say to them, you know, can you explain to me what you meant when you said this? Now you're nice and calm and then they explain it to you and then you're like, oh, okay, great. Thanks. Now you could have not asked that question completely been offended over something that they never even meant, right? So when you don't make assumptions and you ask clarifying questions and you're present in your conversation and you listen, it these skills right here, let me tell you, it will 
it will enhance every single relationship in your life. When you learn to be a good listener, you stay present during the conversation, you ask clarifying questions, and you do not make assumptions. Huge game changers, game changers. Number four, ask for help. Do not be a superhero. This is a very difficult time for many of us. And so you don't have to be a superhero. If you need support, ask for it. If you need, even if it's medical support, call your doctor. If you're finding that you can't sleep, you're tossing and turning, there's fear that's gripping you and you can't seem to let it go, reach out for help. Call somebody FaceTime someone, call your doctor, email or text someone and say, hey, I need help. Let's not allow pride to prevent you from getting the help that you need. A lot of people who are sheltered in are experiencing anxiety and depression because they feel like they're stuck. And so reach out for help. Huge, huge, huge thing that will help you in your, not only your relationship with yourself, but your relationship with others is to ask for help. Number five, it's so important during this time to eat healthy and stay active. Eating healthy really feeds your body. It feeds your brain. It helps you to feel lighter and better. I know that, you know, whenever we, my family loves road trips, we like traveling anyway, but we love road trips. And so oftentimes when we go on road trips, we eat, you just eat a lot of junk, right? And candy and cookies and fast food and all this. And you just feel blah, you feel sluggish, you feel bloated, and it's just uncomfortable, right? So now that we're spending more time at home, it's easy for us to just eat junk, but be intentional in eating healthier foods. Be It's important for you to drink water, to eat your fruits and vegetables, and to stay active, to get exercise. If it's walking around your block several times, if it's walking to the park, if it's driving to the park and walking in the park, get your activity in. You're going to need your vitamin D to get outside, to get some fresh air. Don't stay stuck in the house for days at a time because it's going to affect your mood and your attitude, which will then bleed onto your the people in your household. Number six, create boundaries. Boundaries are really important in every relationship because the thing that's important to learn is that people will treat you the way you allow them to treat you. On the flip side of that is you teach people how to how to treat you, right? So as a recovered, recovering and recovered people pleaser, <laughs> depending on the moment, right? Um, I've had to learn how to create boundaries in my life that are healthy boundaries for me. And so they help make me thrive. They help to keep me authentic. There, it's really accountability to help me to become the best version of myself. So if there are people in my life that don't allow me to be the best version of myself, then I have to create a boundary with them, right? I can only give them so much access to me. If they are bringing negativity or strife or drama, I do not do drama. That is one thing that I stopped doing when I was in my 20s, right? I do not do drama. So I don't have people in my life, especially in my inner circle who bring drama at all. So that is a boundary that I've set that is really important to me. So create boundaries in your relationships with everyone, not only the relationship 
for with yourself, you have to create boundaries, right? Where people you're teaching people how to treat you, but relate a boundary with your children. Some I've seen some children be cuss their parents out. What? And I'm like, so that's a boundary that my children will never cross. They will never be able to curse me or their father out because it's a boundary that we set, right? They will not be able to use profanity in our home. They're not able to listen to profanity, right? So this is something that we have a boundary. They're not able to watch rated R movies because they're not 18, right? So there are certain boundaries that you have to create in the relationships in your life. Uh, number seven, keep a routine. All of our routines are totally jacked up right now, right? We think that, you know, <laughs> this is, we stay staying up till two, three, four o'clock in the morning because we're like, yay, we don't have to get up to go to work because we're working online and our, you know, we can work in our pajamas. So it's just like our routines are completely jacked up. So establish a routine, during this time, you go to bed at a certain time, you get up at a certain time, you spend time in God's word at a certain time, like keep your routine. It's going to make this time of quarantine go by so much smoother. Number eight, make sleep a priority. So in conjunction with keeping a routine, make sleep a priority. This is because this is not just one big snow day, right? Where we stay in our pajamas for three, four, five days at a time. We eat junk. We eat whenever we want. We eat, you know, and we overeat, right? Make sleep a priority. This is such a gift because we are so many of us are able to catch up on our sleep like never before. We will, if we never had this thing going on, this pandemic, we would have never caught up on our sleep, right? So now's the opportunity to take advantage of that sleep for eight hours because you can, right? So keep your routine, keep your sleep a priority. Number nine, declutter everything you can. Declutter, declutter, declutter. So declutter your closets, declutter your garage, declutter your office, declutter the kitchen, declutter, declutter, declutter. Because what happens mentally is when we declutter, we are able to think clearly. We are able to live freely, right? Without all of the distraction and the clutter going on. There's a still, there's still so much clutter going on in the world with news and media and all of that. So for you to live in a space that's decluttered is such a gift. So spend time decluttering, declutter your mind. What are you, what is it being bombarded with? Like, what are the thoughts, the ruminating thoughts that you're thinking on? Write them down, get them out of your head, do a brain dump, right? So let's declutter everything during this time. And then the last one is practice self-love. In order for you to have healthy relationships in your life, it starts with loving you first. You have to learn to love you first. Now, many of us don't know how to do that. And we are in, we're, we're all works in progress. But the one thing that's really important is to know that you are created out of love. When God created you, he created you out of love, out of truth. And when you were growing up, you had an experience with somebody that you loved that taught you what love was like. And many times that love was not truth. It is not what God said love was, right? And so you don't know how to love yourself because you think you're a failure because somebody you love told you that. You think you're not good enough. 
you're not good enough because somebody that you really loved told you that. You don't think you're pretty enough. You don't think you're smart enough. You don't think you're, you don't, you don't, you don't, right? So now we believe love to be the lie that we believe, not the truth of who we are. So during this time, do some self-discovery, do some self-reflection and truly start seeking the truth of who you are, who God says you are. What does love look like? Love is patient. Love is kind. Love keeps no records of wrong, right? Love is this, right? Love is kind. So if you're experiencing love and it's not kindness, there's not kindness involved. Now it's an opportunity to reflect. Mm, so what is my definition of love? Right? And so this is a, I wanted to start with the foundation in this episode. The foundation for a relationship reset begins with you. It begins with the relationship that you have with yourself. How do you think about yourself? What do you say about yourself? How do you treat yourself? How do you express yourself? How do you see yourself when you look in the mirror? And do you see yourself as successful? Do you see yourself as the amazing person that you are? Do you see yourself like that? And if not, now's the time to do the work so that you can see yourself the way God sees you. It's a journey. It is a journey. And it's, it's a scary journey sometimes because we're confronting some of our, our, the lies that we believed. And it can be, it can be scary. It can be um, exhilarating. It can be all of these different emotions. But the most important thing I want you to remember during this process is you are safe it's okay for you to experience whatever emotions that you're going through. It's okay that you, if you're experiencing anxiety or fear or worry or doubt or, or unbelief or doubt, you know, whatever it is, sit with it, sit with it. And, and if you, for whatever reason, you don't feel safe in that space, then reach out to someone and ask them to help you walk through it. Make sure you trust them, right? And you trust their motives with you. You trust them in your relationship and that they can walk you with you through this process of confronting things that may be a little scary for you. And so I am doing a daily series on resetting, really relationship reset for the different relationships in your life from your self to your spouse, significant other, your siblings, parents, children, and it's going to be on Instagram at Wife Wisdom. And so I'd like for you to join me at Wife Wisdom on Instagram daily for videos, for um, different posts that I'll be sharing on how to reset your relationships during the pandemic. And so thank you as always, for joining me, for listening and supporting this podcast. I love you with all my heart. Cannot wait to see and connect with you at Wife Wisdom on Instagram. DM me, email me at hello at Mrs. Christy Jones. I would love to hear from you, connect with you. If there's any way that I can support and serve you during this time, please let me know. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not following us on Instagram at Wife Wisdom, I invite you to join our tribe over on social media on Instagram. If you have not rated our podcast on iTunes, please do so to rate and review us. That would be awesome in helping other women find our podcast. But most importantly, I just thank you so much for continuing to be consistent and listening to our podcast each and every week, sharing this with your sister circle and continuing to just share and and send me love and encouragement and support that this is blessing you, that it's encouraging you, that you truly are benefiting and feel like you're being served through this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. I love you so much with all my heart and I look forward to connecting with you next week. Bye-bye. The Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little Jones was created to help you cultivate the heart of a wife by giving you practical tools, tips, and techniques to live happily ever after. Well, at least most of the time. (laughs) So until next week, keep learning, keep listening, and keep love first. Bye-bye.